Hello! Welcome back to Healing Yourself with Francesca Rowe. I am Francesca Rowe and I'm so grateful for you all listening to me and I'm so happy to be back and I'm so excited to get to talk with you all today about all things healing yourself and the healing journey and everything that goes with that. Hello! I'm so happy to be back, like I said. I know it has been a minute. It has been a little bit longer than a minute, actually. It's been quite some time compared to when I usually would release, which was almost every week. And yeah, I've really missed being on here. I've missed talking to you all. And there were so many times when I really wanted to come on here and I wanted to talk and I thought I could just force it and that I would have something to talk about. But I just, it just wasn't the right time. And I just didn't feel that it was the right time. And I feel that sometimes I go through periods in my life and especially since I since I became conscious of my healing journey and I took that on, I, I've become more aware of these times in my life where I become less of a sharer and more of a learner. And, you know, of course, especially as we're healing, we're always learning and we're always growing. But I really felt like it was time for me to be still and listen. And I felt like there was a lot that I was in the midst of learning from the universe and and I wasn't ready to share that yet. It was all kind of happening, and I needed some time to process all of that and to understand what it meant for me to be able to then make sense of it in my mind and be able to explain myself to you all and to talk with you all and to talk in a way that felt authentic and productive and helpful and genuine, which is what I always hope to do on here and be on here. And this might sound kind of woo-woo if you're not into that whole universe spirituality thing, but I don't really care. I say that with so much love, of course, but, you know, I'm just telling you my truth. Um, I sometimes feel like I go, well, I don't feel like I sometimes do. I do go through these experiences with the universe where I get these downloads of information from the universe. And it's literally like, it's literally like downloading information onto a computer. It goes up percentage by percentage and sometimes it takes a little longer to download if it's a lot of information sometimes it's faster but it's like this information gets downloaded into me and it's stuff that I didn't read from anywhere I didn't learn it from anywhere it's literally like I didn't know it and then all of a sudden I know it deep within myself and it's like this information just gets downloaded and it happens as I heal and as I grow and when I go through big changes in myself and when I level up in my healing So yeah, I feel like I was experiencing one long download while I was away, and I just am starting to feel like I'm coming out of that again. And you know, it's still a little groggy, but I'm starting to make sense of what I've been learning, and um, I've been just waiting for a chance to get back on here because I really do love coming on here. And actually, this topic that I'm going to talk about today came to me because a dear friend of mine reached out to me asking for advice about this topic. So thank you to that friend. I love you and you know who you are. I'm so grateful for you. But they actually were the one who gave me this idea. And once they did, all the information just kind of came flooding in and I got really excited to share it with you all today. And that is the topic of friendship. That's a big topic. I know. (laughs) I want to talk about friendship today. I want to talk about I want to talk about how we navigate friendship as we're healing because I feel like we navigate it very differently than we do before we're consciously healing. I want to talk about the importance of intention in friendships 
and I want to talk about my own experience with friendship prior to taking on my healing and as I've taken on my healing and as I've healed and been healing and yeah and probably some more stuff around the topic but yeah just friendship as a whole I'd like to talk about today so let's jump right into it I'm so happy to be back and so excited so yeah let's get started so friendship okay (laughs) friendship for me personally was always something that I found a little tricky to navigate and I'm sure many people feel the same way that's not like a unique experience because you know it's a relationship ultimately and relationships can be challenging and they of course they are challenging because they help you grow and that's part of that and anything that involves you and another person is going to experience challenges and you're both going to grow together and But growing up, I always, I always found it more natural for me to be friends with people who did theater like I did or who were involved with the arts in some way like I was. And those always were the people that I gravitated towards. And those were the people that I felt like I was able to make the truest and most genuine connections with in friendships because I felt like they understood me completely. And I just never quite felt like people who weren't involved in theater got me and you know it's not a one-way thing I don't feel like I really got them either and I think it's important to always remember with friendships that it's never really about blaming one person for why a friendship does or does not work it's really it's like a dance between the two of you it's a relationship and that goes both ways and sometimes friendships don't work out because you're just not a good fit for each other and I feel like as I grew up I really wanted to be able to make friends outside of theater because theater for the most part wasn't something I did in school so I had all these great friendships outside of school and outside of the classroom and then I would go to school and I felt like I was living this different life and all of a sudden I was around these people who didn't have the same interests as me who didn't understand my quirks and my whatever perceived weirdness or whatever and And I didn't get them either. And I didn't really want to get them, you know, like they just didn't seem like my people. But here I was in this environment where I had to, whatever that means, I had to make friends because I wanted to be liked and I wanted to be accepted. And no kid doesn't want to have friends to sit with at lunch. And, you know, like it's just part of growing up. We all want to be liked and have friends. And so I, you know, I always did fine. I would kind of be associated with friend groups but I never really felt like I was part of them, and I'm sure they didn't feel like I was part of them either. It was very much just something I went along with so that I could get through <laughs> my days. And then when I was out of school and out of classes, that's when I got to really be a part of my real friendships with my, my theater friends and my true friends. And that's not to say that I didn't make some good friendships outside of theater along the way, but that was just kind of the trend in my life. And... And it wasn't so simple. Like now looking back on it, I can understand why that was the way it was. But at the time, it really bothered me that I found it difficult to make friends in school the way I did so easily in theater. It made me feel like an outcast and an outsider. It made me feel like I was too different or too weird and like there was something wrong with that and there was something wrong with me, which of course there was not and there never is anything wrong with you when you are different from other people. Like that's just, you're just different. That's beautiful. But you know, when you're young, you don't see things that way and I just wanted to be liked and I wanted to have friends and that led me to a lot of people-pleasing in my life. And people-pleasing as a whole is something I think many people 
deal with and struggle with. And I'm not going to get too into the astrology of it because I know that's not what we're here for, even though, as I've said before, I do think it's all connected. But my sun sign which is like, you know, the main sign. And, you know, side note, there are big three. There's like your sun, your moon, and your rising sign. So if that is something you're interested in, I highly recommend looking at all three and even more because your sun sign is just not all of you are. But I digress. <laughs> My sun sign is a Libra, which is stereotypically known to be a people-pleasing sign because we're stereotypically known to want to keep the peace and keep everyone happy. And so in order to do so, we often, well, We are stereotypically known to please others in order to keep the peace at the cost of our own peace. Like we sacrifice ourselves to make sure everyone else is happy. And we, as long as everyone in the group is happy, we're happy. So we, we will allow ourselves to be unhappy if that means everyone else can feel good and the balance can be restored, yada, yada, yada. And before I focused on healing, I did people please a lot. And so I did fit into that stereotype and also the fact that I had a hard time making friends outside of theater friends, that just added fuel to the fire of my people-pleasing. And and what the people-pleasing did is it, it really made me not respect myself in my friendships. And, and that led me to, I feel, unfortunately, sometimes in some of my closest friendships or friendships that I thought were close at the time, to be treated in ways that I don't think I deserve to be treated and to be kind of I allowed myself to be walked on a bit. And I say allowed because no one ever did those things to me. Essentially, no one can do anything to you. No one can make you feel any way without your permission. And that's not to say it was like my fault or it's our fault when these things happen to us and when we do get treated badly and we allow ourselves to be treated badly. But, you know, I just didn't have the tools at the time to act any differently or to change a situation and it's not my fault it's no one's fault it's just the way it was and I did the best I could with what I knew as do many people and yeah it it caused me to get into these friendship dynamics where I in hindsight feel like I was I was taken advantage of um maybe intentionally maybe unintentionally probably different for each friendship but I was taken advantage of in that people could kind of tell that I wanted to keep the peace and I wanted to make people happy and that I was willing to sacrifice myself for that. And yeah, I got taken advantage of and I feel like I was treated, I was treated like people's sidekicks. I was treated like a given in their life and not like a privilege. And, and that's not to say like, I'm this privilege. Like we all are. We all deserve to be treated that way because our time is sacred and we are sacred and any person in our presence should respect us and feel that way and and honor the time we spend with them and honor us by respecting us and treating us like equals and like people and and you know <laughs> and yeah so anyway i i feel like i allowed myself to be treated less than i deserved and i got into some friendships that that weren't healthy for me and again like i'm never going to say that that was that friend's fault and i'm never going to come on here and say names and like play the blame game like that's just not I'm not interested in that that's just not who I am not what I want to do it's not the point but I allowing myself to get treated less than I deserved I was teaching other people that that was okay to treat me that way because I didn't have any boundaries and I didn't respect myself and I wasn't loving myself and so if I wasn't respecting myself and loving myself how could I expect another to respect me and love me you know and I, because of that, I often fell into these patterns where I got to a point with a friend and 
I ended up having to end the friendship abruptly because it just got to this point where I couldn't take it anymore. And I hadn't expressed how I was feeling because I didn't think I could and I didn't think it necessarily mattered for so long. But once it got to that breaking point, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I just dipped and I said, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And I just had to end that friendship. And that happened to me several times in my life. And I feel like that, you know, things repeat until we learn a lesson. And I feel like for me, that was a lesson of knowing what I deserve and knowing the kind of people I want in my life and attracting those people in my life by first focusing on the way that I felt about myself. And I feel like that's so important to note because our friendships end up being a reflection of us, you know, and who we surround ourselves with is so, so important. But I feel like in the past, especially, and like as we're growing up, people don't really talk about that. It's more so just like, oh, if you have a lot of friends, then people must like you and that's a good thing. Instead of focusing on, well, what kinds of friends are you surrounding yourself with? And are these friends good for you? Do they want to see you succeed? Or do they only want to see you, they they want you to shine your light as long as it doesn't outshine them in their opinion what they perceive to be outshining them you know things like that and and it was once I started healing that I really started to reflect on those things and reflect on the kinds of friendships that I had that were unsuccessful or you know served me for a time but not as I began valuing myself and healing and also the friendships that were successful and where I did feel valued and appreciated and the differences between those and and I started really looking at yeah what kind of friendships I was creating and why And that brings me to this idea of having intention in the friendships that we make and why that is so important. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard there's like a saying that goes something like, you are a culmination of those you surround yourself with, stuff like that. And it really is so true. I don't think it has to be like, you know, you're, you're your own person. I don't think it's necessarily a good thing to just become those that you are around. But they do become a reflection of you in that, No one forces you to be friends with anyone. Yes, in school, there's like circumstance and then you kind of end up having to be friends with certain people or you very much feel pressured to because they're the only people you're around. And, you know, as a kid, you feel like you need to have friends to survive and to get through those years. That can be really hard. But especially as we get older and especially as we do our healing and we just become more intentional about everything in our life. It really is important to start looking at who we are choosing to be friends with because the people that we're choosing to be friends with, we are choosing to give access to us. We are allowing them access to us and our energy and our energy is sacred and we are sacred and anyone that you're going to allow into your orbit and into your energy field, they need to be good for you. That is a form of self-love is by choosing friends and setting an intention when you make friends for people that respect you and care about you and value what makes you unique and value what makes you different and celebrate that. And it seems like such a given and maybe it is for some people and good for you, but certainly in the past, as I reflect and as I've reflected, looking back, I definitely had friendships where I felt that I wasn't valued for being different and that I had to hide my differences and I had to water myself down to be more like the group you know and that the more I watered myself down to be like the group the more people would like me which is just like the exact opposite of what I want now in my life and hopefully what you want too because it's the opposite of what you deserve why would we ever want to be around people who don't want 
the full embodied version of us. Like, it's just so interesting once you start doing your healing work, how your view on what matters in others changes. Because once you start respecting yourself above all, nothing another person says matters. So then your standards completely change because you're never trying to please another person other than yourself. And it becomes a lot more clear. And it's like you can't even help but have great intention when you create friendships because ultimately as you heal and as you practice loving yourself and as you work on your healing, you realize that you really do become and are your best friend. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but it's like you realize you're not alone anymore because you have you and you're pretty great. <laughs> we are pretty great. And it makes me think about something someone asked me the other day or like the other week. Somebody asked me recently if I was an introvert, if I consider myself an introvert. And I had to think about it because in the past, I never would have considered myself an introvert. And I would have said I more so consider myself an extrovert because I like being around people and I like doing stuff like that. But now, I mean, technically, would I consider myself an introvert? Other people might perceive me to be an introvert. But I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily an introvert. I think that what has really changed is that I just really value myself. And, and I've really cultivated a deep sense of peace within me that is so steady and so, and so strong and so full of love that anybody else who I'm allowing into my orbit, into my energy field, they better be adding to that peace, you know? I no longer look for joy or happiness or fun in other people because I already give that to myself. I, and I hope you're starting to find that as well, but I, I've really found that the more that I focus on my healing and the more that I practice loving myself and healing myself, the more I really enjoy spending time with myself now. Like I, I never feel like when I'm alone, quote unquote, that I'm actually alone because I'm not, I'm spending time with me and she's pretty great. She's a lot of fun. <laughs> and I feel that we can all feel that way about ourselves. And we ideally, I don't want to say should, you know, but we deserve to feel that way about ourselves because we are fun and we are great to be with. And once you cultivate that, that within you, it is so powerful because the second you stop looking for it in others, you immediately begin to attract in only that which is of your highest good and which is best for you because you just simply will not allow anything else. Your energy is at a point and is at a level where literally things that are lower vibrational and that don't resonate and aren't good enough for you and aren't worthy of you and your time and your energy, they literally can't penetrate that. And it's it, it becomes so empowering to to know that you don't need anyone else to be content and to be joyful and to be happy. And I really do now spend so much time alone. So going back to that person's question, am I an introvert? I guess maybe some people would look at me and might think that. But to me, I don't feel like I'm being introverted at all because when I spend time with myself, we have so much fun. I'm always by myself laughing and being silly and having fun and exploring things and learning new things because I really now enjoy spending time with myself. And if that's something that's very a new idea to you, a new concept to you, or that you struggle with, spending time alone or having fun by yourself, and you are someone who has dealt with friendships that were toxic to you in the past and that made you feel lesser about yourself or made you feel bad about yourself or made you feel like you weren't worthy of goodness, I would say that as far as 
my healing is gone and what I can speak on, something that I find really helpful and that I feel like could really help you is to begin practicing spending time with yourself and having fun with yourself, whether that be taking yourself out to the movies or going to a museum by yourself or taking yourself on a little date and really romanticizing the whole thing. And it might feel silly at first, but I promise once you lean into it, it starts to feel really good. Like, I love to treat myself and really make myself feel like like I'm caring for myself and like I'm having fun with myself because I am. And it really is the kind of thing that just takes practice and takes consistency. And I know saying that is not the most glamorous answer and it's not the most exciting answer. And I feel like just in general, as humans and in society, we so desperately would love to have a quick fix and a quick answer and solution for everything. I mean, things like dieting and exercise, people are always looking for like this, the magic solution and the, the fix all and the quick fix. But at the end of the day, with many things, you know, it ends up being that the real answer is just consistency. It's that you keep showing up for yourself and you keep practicing self-love and you keep spending time with yourself and you keep doing things that you like to do for you and no one else because you know yes of course for me there are days when I don't feel like I completely love myself and I don't feel like I'm completely happy with myself and I don't feel complete peace within me but when I let that be and I accept that and then I keep moving forward anyway the days where I do feel peace within and I do love myself fully and I do feel content, those completely overshadow the days when I don't. And it really is about consistency. And then eventually I just start noticing that the days where I do feel good and the days where I do experience inner peace are so much more abundant than the days that I don't. And the key to getting over those days that are hard because, yeah, I experience them all the time. We all will. And we all do. That's just a part of being human. The key to getting through them really is acceptance. Like, the second that I just say, yeah, I am really having a hard day. I don't feel like I love myself today. I don't feel good enough today. I don't feel at peace today. The second I admit that to myself is the second that everything changes. Because then I'm taking back my power and I am able to move forward and I'm able to help myself and I'm able to get out of that place but when I don't want to admit it to myself and I try to deny it because you know I, I don't want to admit that I'm having a hard time because I was so happy with how much I had been healing or whatever the reason may be when I deny that that just adds to the frustration within me and then that adds guilt that adds shame that adds all these feelings that just brew and are stewing inside and it just adds to the the negative feelings and the second I accept it is the second that I'm giving myself a chance to change my state of being and then it often does change and then I'm able to keep working on loving myself and that consistency continues and then I'm really just spending time with myself and genuinely and authentically loving it which I'm very fortunate to say is how it is for me most of the time now and I never want to come on here and to talk about like where I am now in my healing and I never want it to come off as me bragging or I never want it to seem like I'm just coming on here to gloat about how healed I am and wow, like to make you feel like you're so much further behind me. I really do come on here to say those things because, and truly hear me when I say this, it's because if I can get to where I am now, then you can too. I am telling you where I am now because I once was at the complete opposite place and I am walking living proof that you really can change 
the story and you can change it and you can change how you feel about yourself and you can really change your entire life because I used to truly look for happiness in everyone else except for myself. I used to think that I was only worthy of love and deserving of attention and love if I made everyone else happy and pleased everybody else in friendships, in all kinds of relationships. I just thought if I can somehow be good enough for them, then I'll be good enough for myself. And that was not the answer. The That was just completely this warped idea of the truth, which is that the only person I need to be worthy of is me. And the way that I be worthy of myself is by loving myself and just accepting myself as I am right now because I am worthy right now. And once I did that and accepted that, then it was able to manifest into continuous bettering of myself. Once I accepted that low place that I was at and that I didn't feel like I loved myself and that I didn't feel like I wanted to hang out with myself, that's when I was able to change. And I promise the second you start proving to yourself that you deserve better by taking those steps is when you really will feel it and you will receive it as well. Because in the past, I have, I've always been very independent and I w- took pride in that. Like, I really enjoyed the fact that I could go out. Like, I used to spend a lot of time by myself and I, I went on vacations by myself. I went to London by myself I, I, and I took pride in that. But I feel like the difference now is that before I was kind of just going through the motions and I was just being independent and doing things alone so that I could say that I was independent and I could say that I did things alone and that other people would see that and applaud me for being so independent and not needing anyone. And that wasn't the same as it is now where I don't need anyone to know that I'm spending all this time alone. I don't need to prove to anyone that that makes me an independent person. I really do feel now that when I spend time alone, I'm not spending time alone. I'm spending time with myself. And it is so fun and so peaceful and so right. It's like spending time with your best friend because I am my best friend. And that's not sad and that's not pathetic. It's beautiful. And I so wish I had been there for myself years ago the way I am for myself now because I really could have used a best friend like me along the way. I really could have. And I think we all can. And we forget that we have ourselves always readily available to be there for us and to pick us up when we fall down and to accept us as we are, no matter what that looks like, no matter what we think of that. And I don't know that this episode has really given much advice necessarily, but I don't know that it really needs to. I feel like everything that we have been doing on our healing journey, every tool we have in our tool belt, every technique we've picked up and developed... That is all helping us to realize the truth, which is that we are our person and that we are there for ourselves and that we always have ourselves to turn to. And that peace is always readily available to us and it comes from inside. Everything we've ever been looking for in life comes from within. Our happiness, our love, our joy, it all comes from within. And when we remember that and when we realize that, it becomes so empowering. But again, society doesn't want us to remember that because, you know, just from a capitalistic standpoint, consumerism it's like this need this this hole this emptiness inside us that we need to fill with outside things and we're just so convinced that oh well if we just have this outside thing or this outside person then we'll finally feel fulfilled then we'll finally feel peace then we'll finally feel happy when the truth is that none of that stuff can make you happy can it add some value to your life for sure can it add some happiness to your life for sure but it's not going to make you happy it's not going to make you feel love it's not going to make you feel peace Only you can do that for yourself. And having the courage and the bravery to let go of 
people and let go of relationships and situations that aren't good for you and that are hurting you and that don't respect you and don't value you the way that you know you deserve to be valued, having that courage is the first step because just that courage alone is proving to yourself that you're deserving of better. And so if you're somebody who has some friendships in mind that, you know, you've been thinking aren't good for you and aren't healthy for you for whatever the reason, just pondering that is so brave and is so beautiful. And I'm so proud of you just for doing that because it's just so much easier to go into, you know, go into autopilot and to just let people be in your life who aren't good for you because you want to have friends and you want to seem likable to the world and you want to be liked and it's so much more fulfilling to like yourself (laughs) and the way that you really get to like yourself is when you prove to yourself how much you like yourself by the actions you take by the people you let in or don't let in by those boundaries you put up And, you know, grieving friendships is real. I've gone through several friendship breakups that were hard and no one really talks about getting getting through a friendship breakup, but just give yourself that chance to grieve and give yourself that grace and know that that feeling won't last forever, but you can also celebrate that sadness because you're shedding something old that you've outgrown. And that is a beautiful process and that's a beautiful transformation to embark on and to take on and to go through. And, you know, now when it comes to making friends, I'm not so eager to make friendships because I really do know and trust and feel that people that are meant to be my friends will find each other and it will happen authentically because our energies will be attracted to each other because They'll recognize the beauty in me and I'll recognize the beauty in them and we'll both appreciate each other for who we are, as we are, without needing to pretend, without needing to hide, without needing to act a certain way or be a certain way. And so I feel like now the friendships that I make are able to be given a chance to just be so much more authentic and so much more deep. And I'd rather have fewer friendships that are so much more real and deep and true than many friendships that are fake and for show and a facade you know, I mean, who wouldn't? (laughs) So yeah, this all goes to say, when it comes to friendships, I invite you to start perceiving them differently and to start treating yourself as your friend. I mean, that's a whole thing in itself. You might find that you're a lot nicer to yourself when you start treating yourself as a friend, because I'm sure you treat your friends kindly. So then maybe that'll help you to start treating yourself more kindly, but start thinking of yourself as your friend. And once you start to just think of yourself in that way, it'll help you start changing your perception of what friendship actually is and what it looks like, and also what being alone really means and what that looks like. And start thinking of yourself when you are quote-unquote alone as not being alone, as being with you. If that's too abstract, maybe think of it as, okay, well, yes, I'm alone with myself, but I'm also, I'm with my inner child always. So that, that in itself means you're never really alone. You're always with that little version of you and start to think of yourself, yeah, as, as spending time with you. And then you can get to get curious about how you would like to spend your time with yourself. And you'll see that when you start going out and doing things with yourself, that you truly are with yourself and you get to have fun with yourself and You get to do what you'd like and there's so much power in getting to spend your time the way you'd like to and that will bring you this peace and this peace inside where you know that you're always going to have a good time when you're with yourself because you're loving yourself and you're honoring yourself and so then 
yeah, anyone who comes into your world, into your energy field and your orbit, they they do. They have to add value to your presence, which is full of peace and love. And if they don't, then you're not going to want to spend time with them. And it makes you a lot more selective with who you give your energy to, who you consider a friend and who you spend your time with. And I found it to be so beautiful and so healing and so freeing to really feel that I get to be more selective with who I spend my time with now because I'm already so happy with myself that anyone else who is joining me in life is going to truly be a beautiful addition to my life and not someone I'm just filling in a a hole with and not someone I'm just trying to look like I have a lot of friends with and not just someone who I'm just latching on to because I'm lonely and I need friends and I don't want to be alone, you know? It's a beautiful thing when we start to really see ourselves as a friend and to truly authentically see yourself that way. It's not just some cheesy line. It's it's true. And I feel like you can only really love yourself deeply and fully once you do accept that you are your friend because if you're not going to be your friend, then how can you expect anyone else to? It's the kind of thing with, you know, all types of love as well. Like how can you expect anyone else to love you if you don't even love yourself? And yeah, I found that with friendship to be really helpful in helping me to reshape my standards and my expectations and my desires for my friendships. Because, you know, as we heal, our whole worlds can kind of get turned upside down because we start looking at everything and seeing everything and valuing everything so differently. And friendship is a part of that. And And when we start viewing ourselves as our best friends and as our forever friends or whatever you want to call yourself, once we really give that ourselves that chance to feel that way about ourselves and to treat ourselves that way, it then attracts people who will also treat us the way we deserve to be treated and treat us like true friends and respect us in that way. And, you know, that's a process. It's not this immediate overnight thing. It takes time, but it's a beautiful process and a beautiful journey. And I'm already seeing the effects of it in my life. And I know I'm just going to continue to forever for the rest of my life. And as I continue my healing and yeah, I, I'm already finding now that the friendships that I'm attracting, they feel real and they feel true and they feel authentic. And you know, I I saw this thing on Instagram recently that made me think about this and it said something like, it was like a quote about something like, do you actually have social anxiety or have you just been hanging out with the wrong people? And that to me was, it really hit me because I did used to think I had social anxiety because I always felt like afraid to talk in large friend groups and like I just didn't have a voice. And now I realize that actually, no, I didn't have social anxiety. I just was around people who made me feel afraid to talk because they made me feel like I didn't have a voice. They made me feel like I was weird. They made me feel like I was, you know, all these things. And of course, some people do still have social anxiety around great friends and that's so valid and that's their truth. But it just made me think about how interesting that is and how when we start treating ourselves like the friend that we would like, how everything really starts falling into place and we only allow in friendships that treat us the way we'd like. And through that, we are just confirming to ourselves even more that we respect ourselves and love ourselves. And it really does aid in our healing and it all connects and it all comes full full circle. So the more you work on your healing, the healthier your friendships become. And the more you work on cultivating a healthy friendship within you, the the better your healing is going. And yeah, I love that. I think it's really beautiful. And I think it's 
such a loving and kind thing you can do for yourself and we all are deserving of that so I really hope that you start viewing yourself as your friend as well and start treating yourself the way you deserve to be treated in friendships and seeing where that takes you and 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 seeing how that is then reflected back to you in your life with the friendships you do make outside of yourself and I do feel that they will be really beautiful and that you will be very happy with the results you begin to see like I have been and yeah I really could keep going on about friendship and I'm sure I'm gonna have more to talk about with this because I'm still learning too I mean with everything I talk about on here I'm always learning more every single day and every single second but I think that's a good place to stop I think when we set the intention to be our own friend first and foremost that it's then inevitable that we attract in good people who do value us for who we are and who are true friends and who do want to see you grow and succeed and be the best version of yourself that you can and yeah we are all so deserving of that and I wish that for you so I hope you consider yourself to be your friend and if you ever need a reminder of how deserving you are of that I'm always here for you and this podcast will always be here for you and we can do this together And I'm proud of you, and I'm proud of all of your healing. And take care, everybody. I will talk to you next time. It's so good to be back, by the way. All right. Bye, everyone.